Welcome to another live episode of the Modern Lending Podcast. I'm your host, Alec Hansen. We are on uh, part three of our brand series, kicking off 2021. Man, um, hopefully in the last two episodes, you realize that we need to demystify what it means when we talk about brand and personal branding. It is so crucial for you to dive into this topic today and realize what you need to do for 2021 to continue to build your empire, to continue to have the success you're capable of. So today, I'm bringing on the brand expert, none other than the man, Josh Pitts, the CEO and founder of Shred Media. Um, this guy's a huge inspiration. He's one of the first people I saw really leaning into what this brand development was, coaching, speaking, just putting himself out there and leading from the front. And you know, I love that. So as we get into brand today on what you need to do to build brand, to demystify this, there's nobody better than Josh Pitts. Let's kick it off. With the real world. All right, season two, episode three. What's up, Josh? Good to see you, my brother. Dude, first and foremost, thank you so much for the intro, man. You're the man. I love it. Thank you so much. Excited to be here. Every time we get the chance to wrap together, I, I feel like pearls fall from the Lord. So I'm, I'm stoked to like just have, have this conversation with you because um, we got to demystify this word brand and branding oh. and personal branding. There's so much buzz. It's become, it's the word of 2020 next to COVID. <laughs> and and we've got to demystify it because people are confused. And, and I was talking about this before we went live. You know, the original playbook I was handed was go meet realtors. Here's the dates they're out at broker preview. And here's the time. It was one to four on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Yep. And then here's where they're out on the weekends, like uh, for open houses. So go meet them there. And here's what you do. And so I felt like I was given a roadmap. I knew what to do to drive success. I knew what to do to go build my business. And now I hear all this stuff about brand. Brand, brand, brand. And I'm confused. I'm confused, Josh. So I want you to break it down um, or at least share your perspective. What does, yeah. this mean? what does this mean, building a brand? By the way, if you're watching with us, hit us up with a location, a comment. Be part of the conversation today, guys. Um, but Josh, so what does this mean? Dude, so here's the thing. Is brand and branding are two very, very separate things. And personal brand, we'll get into that as well because there's yep. a lot of questions when it comes to, well, my business brand, and especially depending on your profession, sometimes your company requires you to be the brand. So there, there is a lot of confusion, Alec. And, and to, to be honest, it's it's almost overwhelming for most people and especially originators, people within our, our line of work to like, where do I even go? What what How do I build my brand? Where do I start with it? But let's, let's start the basics, your brand. Simply, and I, I've seen this a couple times now. And actually, I had, I, I had, um, oh my gosh, uh, Fabi, I'm so sorry, I just forgot. You. Fabi, they got me on the show yesterday. Fabi, I love you. Fabi was on the show yesterday, and we we talked a little bit about this. Your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. Yeah, simple as that. Like here it is. Don't don't overthink it. Don't try to make it something more than it's not. Your brand is you. It's what people are saying about you. It's that relationship. That's the word everybody talks about in this business, Alec, is relationship. Yeah. It's, oh, I get you, you, you mentioned this. Yeah. You mentioned this, like going out and I'm going to meet realtors. I'm going to build relationships with them. And that's what I'm going to do. Well, now this is just trans, this is just converting over. Your brand is your relationships that you have with people after the closing, after the transaction is done. What is it? Those conversations that people are talking about, what are they saying about Alec Hansen? What are they saying about Josh Pitts? What are they saying about you? That is your brand. 
Because nope. the, the hardest thing when I see somebody, especially on social media, such social media is one of those tools that is so incredibly powerful, but at the same time can be so incredibly detrimental yes. to your brand. People just think that they need to start throwing content out there on social media and like, ah, oh, my yeah. brand's going to grow. Here's something else too. Brand is not business. Mm-hmm. Think about that for a second. Brand is not business. Your brand and your business are two separate things. Now, your brand can help you grow business. They can help you build those relationships. But I have so many people tell me like, oh, Josh, you know, Alec, I, I'm spending, you know, an hour a day on my brand and like it's it's taking away from my business. Your brand is ultimately, it's a long-term thing. It's, a, it's something that you have to start small with, do it consistently over time. Like you and I both have, and eventually you'll get there. But brand, you have to start with who you are. Who you are at your core that's ultimately what's going to help you build those relationships, that brand. Yeah, uh, and I want to, I want to, de- I want to lean into that comment because I parallel that I think people understand. Like branding and, and this stuff is taking away from my ability to do business. It's distracting me. Yeah, and I would flip that around and be like, do you remember when you had to go prospect agents? Was that distracting of your business when you had to drop what you're doing, go out and meet people, as opposed to returning calls, having a pre-call conversation? You know, was that dis- distracting your business? You know, people forget that like brand building and this stuff, it, this is this is prospecting almost. There's there's a layer to that. So you're so right. It, it's it's misviewed. It, it totally is. And do you hit the nail on the head? How many of us, you know, five, six, seven years ago, seven, eight, 10 years ago when I first started, that our our companies, the mortgage company we we're with was telling us to go, hey, go meet, real, go meet realtors, go build relationships, go out, take them to lunch, schmooze them, go do that whole game. And how many of us were like, oh, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Like that, uh, we're, yeah, okay, they're going to tell us to do it. Now we're talking about going to build your brand and people look at us like we're crazy. They're like, build my brand. Like, nah, like I'm going to play the same game. But just think if you could leverage that. What if you, instead of taking one real estate agent to lunch, what if you could put out a show, a podcast, whatever you could create content that instead of just catching the attention of one real estate, building a relationship with one real estate agent, you're able to do it with multiple 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, all at the same time. They're getting to know you. They're getting to understand who you are at your core because ultimately, Alec, that's what it is. When you take a real estate agent to lunch, they're, they are not going to use you because you have the lowest rates. They're not going to- right? They're not going to quiz you on your product knowledge and be like, how much down payment do I need for this FICO score? No, because let's be honest, they're going to quote their uh, buyers what interest rate they think is out there anyway. Real estate agents love to do that. They're like, oh, yeah, right. We won't even go into that. But but that's just it. They don't care about your product knowledge. You could be the most knowledgeable LO in the world, and 9.9 out of 10 real estate agents aren't going to care. You're going to get that 0.01 realtor every once in a while that's like, well, tell me about FHA guidelines. And, like, and to be honest, you don't want to work with that guy anyway. Like they're gonna they're gonna make your process more difficult because they think they know your job better than you do. So just forget those people. Forget them. Move on. But again, your your brand. It's when you smooze. Think about the last real estate agent lunch you went to, or last time with COVID. I know it's a little bit different. You probably haven't done those, but you sat down with a person to get to know them. That's yeah. what they, they, they ultimately want to know if you guys would gel well together, if yep. you could take care of their clients, if they trusted you. So now you just get to do it via a medium, via social media, connect with, with realtors in that way, real estate agents, insurance agents, people, lawyers, attorneys, people that you can ultimately get business from like your, your brand that your brand is just that it's putting out content around that. The number one thing I, that I see the biggest mistake right out the gate, Alec. And again, I'm not bashing any companies and I'm, and I'm sure Lone Depot, I'm sure I know tons of other companies do this. They give their, their LOs content to just cookie cutter content is what I call it to just post out. Okay. Let's talk about this. You're going right down the lane. I wanted to talk about fire. Because, because I want to get right into, you know, there's, there's also, I want to demystify this, like, 
the word content. Agreed. Because it's like, I got to put out content. <laughs> it's like, oh no, I fr freeze up. Like, what is content? What's my content strategy? So here's, here's the parallels I want you to draw from, right? Okay. You're laying it down clear. This is a relationship building game. It's long-term, yep. long-term focus. Same way we would prospect agents. You didn't walk in there and get a deal day one. So we can understand that. You know, you got to go out there and, and meet them again and again. You build influence, you create connection. You know, and so when you say put out content, what does that mean? Oh, man, I'm glad we went down this road. Putting out content is something that, again, I, you kind of touched on it. I think people get overwhelmed with it because when they hear putting out content, they think they have to think of something original. They think they have to do a production. They think they have to get cameras, lights, soundboards. They think they have yep. to go like all in. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like, let's back it up a little bit. Content is something that... And in my opinion, and this is this is this is coming from the book of Josh here, Alec. This is just me speaking. <laughs> chapter two, chapter two, uh, subsection A. I I think content is whatever intrigues you, whatever you can talk about. And Gary Vaynerchuk, I steal this from Gary V. And everybody knows if you ever hear my my show, my podcast, you hear me talk about Austin Kleon's book, Steal Like an Artist. I take other people's content and I make it my own. I see what guys like yourself are doing. I see what other people, other professionals in the industry are doing and I make it my freaking own. But again, to simplify that even more, let's say you're a loan officer because most of you are watching this are. Let's yep. say you have a passion behind skateboarding. Awesome. Great. Like, hey, you know what you should do for your very first video? You should talk about your son and you skateboarding and the skateboard. You just picked up a, I don't even remember. I don't even know skateboard brands these days, but I just picked up a Tony Hawk skateboard. I, Tony Hawk's still around. I know yeah. that much. I'll, I'll try that. But so you talk about that and just say, hey, you know what? I'm going to talk about something that I really do. Talk about something that you could talk about every single day. And please, for the love of all that is holy, don't talk about mortgages right at the gate. Like, yes, that's your profession. That's your career. Most people know that, but people want to know you. People want to connect with you. That's your brand. Like, really, at the end of the day, foundationally, your brand is who you are, the things that you like outside of mortgages. They, for the look, I know they're going to get to it. They're going to know you do mortgages. I promise you're going to fit that in one way or another, but do the content that people really like. Again, I, and I'll use myself as a perfect example. At back, some people know this about me. I'm a very big. You can see behind me. I have I have deer antlers. I have a pistol. Like I'm in a big outdoor enthusiast. And when I was in mortgages, when I was originating like crazy, my brand was the outdoor lo. Yep. Like I was outdoors all the time. I was hiking, biking, fishing, and people. I had that community locked down. Like if somebody in Utah was out there fishing or hunting, and they wanted to do a refinance or a purchase. I got that call just because I connected with that audience. They knew that's who I was. And that was my brand. People knew that Josh Pitts loved to be outdoors. And I guarantee you the referral partners and customers you ended up working with that aligned to that 100%. natural fit to work with you. Yeah. Every they, single one of them. They had the same desire, the same likes, the same interest. And all of a sudden they're like, dude, I like this guy. Yep. They didn't, you know, they didn't your human side. Yeah, they didn't call me up and say, hey, I saw that you posted about rates the other day. They're like, dude, I saw that fishing video down on Provo. I fished the Provo. Some of my biggest real estate agents I ever worked with were from that. They're yeah, like, dude, I saw you out biking the other day. Or like, oh, dude, we passed each other on the trail. And then I saw your video. Like, great. But that's just it. Your brand has to be humanized. I talk about this a lot. You have to humanize your brand. Who you are, that's what you're... Stop thinking about logos. Stop thinking about content. And just... Talk about things, put out 
Put out that content, put out that stuff that you like to talk about. That's all you need to worry about content right now. It will come naturally that you'll eventually throw in some something about mortgage. You're a mortgage professional if you're looking to, to buy a home. But if you come out and your very first content is about, hey, I'm a mortgage professional and you should use me because I have access. I'm a mortgage broker. I'm a mortgage banker. I'm a retail loan officer that has the best rates and I'm the best knowledgeable. They don't care. Like no, I'm going to be straight up honest. Like they don't care. You know, you're going back to the to the truth of our business, which is people work with people they like and trust. Of course. You know, we were taught that in day one. Mm -hmm. And 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 I want to also recognize the steal like an artist thing because Cassie put this great comment out here. Um, by the way, thank you for saying nice words about me. But to Josh's point earlier, like I take a ton of inspiration from Josh. I take a ton of inspiration from a lot of people on the internet that I see doing cool stuff like Treadwell. And I'm like, hey, you know, Brian Covey. I'm like, wow, like this is, I'm learning together. And then I'm using it and repurposing it and making it my own because I think it matters and I want to share it. And, and by the way, if you feel like you want to give credit to somebody like, hey, I heard this from this person, then share that away. You bet. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, your content strategy, if you will, to echo Josh should be based on your humanity, what you like, what you're passionate about, what you care about. You can replace the word content with your messaging, with your videos, with your graphics, with your quotes, whatever you put out into the world, you're, you're drawing your audience in. And, and creating that magnet for them. So yeah. Josh, well said, way to demystify it, but let's go a step further. Okay. So now somebody hears that and they're like, okay, I'm putting the, I'm putting the, the blocks together. I need to have a strategy where I show up on social. I, I meet people. I engage authentically. I, com I, com I comment. I'm, I'm part of this relationship, part of the community. I'm putting out my own messaging with my kid and skateboarding. So how much? Oh, I'm excited about this. Jenny, yes, truth be the real thing all day. So, so how much? Because that's an important question. For example, like I, I always share this story because I, I, it, I cringe every time. When I was told to go meet agents on the, one of the best agents in Orange County, he has like 60% market share on this little place called Balboa Island. I went out and met him. He, I was 23 and he was an ex-litigator, turned into real estate professional, owned his own brokerage. And I would walk in and I walked into his open house and I'm like, hey, uh, Don, I'm Alec. And he said, nice to meet you. And then Friday, he had another house. So I, I walked in in another neighborhood. I walked into that house. Hey, Don, it's out. nice to meet you. Oh, hey, Alec. Saturday, he had an open house. I walked in again, right? Don, nice to meet you. Sunday, he had another house open. I walked in again. And I was like, hey, Don, nice to meet you. And at that, that moment, he was like, are you going to come into every single one of them? <laughs> and it was like, I was terrified. I, I fear rejection. So I was like, Oh my God, this is it. Like he's going to tell me to, to just never talk to him again. And, and I kind of like squeaked out. Yes. And I, and kind of like, is that okay? <laughs> and he laughed at me and he said, you know what? It took my last mortgage professional two years to earn my business. So keep showing up. Um, and, and I was like, Oh, thank God. You know, like, I could but, but uh, flip the coin on that, Josh, we have so many people who are absolutely turned off by certain people who are just posting all day, every day. And so I want you to lean into this, share your yeah. thoughts on um, what's going on. I mean, and Sam jumped in here with the question yes. you know, versus business page. So we're, we're all there. Right there. Yep. What do we do? Sam, we're going to come back to your question because this kind of, it, it's all encompassing with what you're talking yeah. about here. Cause this is the number one question I get is what Sam just asked. Are you doing this on your personal page? Or are you doing this on your business page? So we'll come, we'll kind of, we'll bring that into it when it comes to the amount of content. And I, again, I'm stealing this from Gary Vaynerchuk. You, any of us, any of you listening to this, me, Alec and I included, we could not put out enough content to be enough content. So let me kind of 
let me bring that back a notch is I want you to put out as much content as you possibly can dedicate yourself, but start with one, but I guarantee you, I, Alec, I guarantee other than you and me, I, I guarantee nobody's posting once a day. Like I guarantee it. There's nobody on here list posting once a day. Start with that. Make a goal of once a day. Hell, if you haven't posted in months, post once a freaking week to start. And I honestly, I honestly, I, I've tried. And my audience, and we, we pull our audience all the time. Yep, we, we, we got to a time where we probably got to seven or eight pieces of content a day. Yep. And they still didn't see, like, they didn't think it was enough. Like, they, they didn't think it was too much. And again, now, let, let's kind of, let's kind of bring that in a little bit because I don't want you, yeah, kind of a just kind of a disclosure here. I don't want you posting just again, no bash on your company that you're with or, or your lender or your real estate brokerage or whatever. If they're giving you cookie cutter content and you're just posting that and you're just throwing that in five or six times a day, don't do that. Like, okay. Again, that's too much because you're going to have your audience, your Facebook, your LinkedIn, your YouTube, what, Instagram, whatever it is. And people are just going to see that. And they're just going to be like, holy shit, Alex, shut up, man. I got, I got it. Yep. You're with EXP Realtors, bro. Like I get it. Like stop hounding me. But if they see you and it's an Instagram story or you're posting something about you and your, uh, what you did, somebody you just helped, with with a mortgage they're you're posting you and you are part of that content you can't do enough plus with and we're not going to go down this road because this is a whole nother conversation alec but when it comes to actual algorithms the majority of your audience isn't seeing your post anyway especially when you first start posting Ooh, that one's good so yeah they're not seeing it that one's a gold mine yeah like they're i, I guarantee it i 100 percent guarantee it. even if you have 100 followers on facebook let's just say 100 followers you post a piece of content algorithmically I don't even know that's a word. I think I might, I might I like algorithmically. I'm gonna go, okay. I'm gonna go with it. Algorithmically, like maybe seven or eight people will see that of your hundred friends, and, and people are like, no, that's not true. Yes, it is. Like, absolutely is. And we've tested it multiple times on multiple platforms. So that is a and so going to Sam's Sam's question here. Well, what if I post that on my personal or my business page? Like, so if I have. 200 followers on my business page. Well, that's a pay to play game. Like that's a business. So they must all see that on my business page. Even less, they're going to see it. Even less people. If you're a business page, it is a hundred percent pay to play nowadays. Like you have to be a pay to play. You will get so little organic reach unless you are posting more content than you can even imagine. You are not going to reach that audience. And I like that is just the facts. This is coming from somebody. We do this for a living, ladies. This is what shred media. This is what we do. We analyze this data. You just can't post enough. So when it comes to amount, ladies and gentlemen, you hear from me, you can hear from Alec, post as frequently as you possibly can. And this came back to this. You gave a perfect example of going to those open houses. Mm-hmm. If you are consistent with it, the more, the more consistency you, the more consistent you are, then you will really start to catch people's attention. Like that real estate agent you caught. Well, so let's, let me echo uh, another point here. So everyone hears you clearly, Josh, because um, there is a right and a wrong way to do things. And you yeah. were being very clear about that. Reposting your, your corporate jargon and smashing people in the face with it is not building human connection. It's not relevant and it's not going to win. If I walked into the real estate to Don's open houses every time and asked him right away, why doesn't he use me for mortgages? We know it's over. I'm, I'm killing the relationship. I'm killing the vibe. So, so when jo- Josh is right, post frequently, post aggressively, but sit down and think is what you're posting important to you? 
does does do you have your why like rooted in that messaging? You know, are you coming a play in a place from service or to encourage or to engage or educate? You know, really ground yourself in your why of your content or your messaging, so that you so that you're so there is a strategy to it. But to your point, like when I was told to go meet agents, the more I met them, the faster my relationship grew. The faster I remember distinctly having this aha moment with a realtor where I had enough of a relationship with them where I literally could be like, Josh, dude, why don't we work together? And that wasn't weird. That wasn't perceived by weird. The agent laughed and was like, you know what? You're right. You're such a good dude. I've just been using this guy forever and flipping it. I'm so used to it. <laughs> you know, um, we totally should work together. Tell me about like, you know, and, and, and then we dove into like a real conversation about how I do business because we had a relationship. Yep. Well, it's the same thing digitally. Stop posting your freaking Yelp reviews and start sharing some stuff that you're passionate about. Dude. And do it frequently and, and often. This is super true. And you can, you can attest to this. Last week when you were on my show, after we were off the air, what did I ask you? Go on. I said, Alec, why don't we work together? Why doesn't Shred and, and Lone Depot work together? And it, it, was, it wasn't awkward. It wasn't weird. Like I wasn't like, it was just like, hey, like because we, you and I have that friendship, we have that relationship. We yeah. see similar, like we have similar visions for our industry. It was like, it was just, we had that relationship. I had gone how many times without ever bringing it up ever once asking like, Hey, you know, Hey dude, shred media could do so much for Lone Depot, brother. Like there's no reason. There's absolutely, it's stupid that we're not working together. I just, I simply said, bro, what, what's up? What's up here? Because I had that relationship and you, to your point, exactly. That's why social media is so powerful is yeah. because you can put out content and then you know, maybe you go to to one of your local events. And again, I know right now events are weird, but maybe you're part of a Zoom or you're part of some some event and this real estate agent sees you there. They're gonna be like, oh my gosh, I've seen Alex so many times. Like he's been putting out this content. I saw it, like this guy's cool. Like I, I should introduce myself. I promise. And I've seen this happen in my own life. To this day, I still get realtors from across the country sending me like direct messages on Facebook saying, hey, I saw your content, really appreciate it. Uh, do you land in Washington? I, yep. I literally, I all the time, and that just goes to show number one, they don't really look at my content that closely because they, they hear me mention lending or mortgage or something. And they just think I'm in, I'm in lending, but they told her like, Hey, do you, do you lend in Washington? I'm like, no, but I can refer you to somebody. I've got great friends up in the Washington area that I can definitely refer you to. So exactly. that's just it. Like I've, they've, and here's the thing too, all of you, every single one of, and me and Alec are, are guilty of it as well is we, we start looking at how many people are watching and they're like, well, Josh, really, you don't, you don't have that many people actually message you. Uh, we do, like factually. And it, I may only have on a live, maybe 20, 30 people watching it live. 20 or 30 people may be watching it live. How many people are going to go back and watch it? Like it could be maybe even 10 or 20 more. But yeah, now, I mean, that's the crazy part about social too is it's not a flyer drop in an open house that goes into no. a trap again. Nope. It's a, it's, it's a piece of you. Of you. Yep lives on in perpetuity on the internet bingo and can be engaged with 10 years from now yep um that's also the danger part right because yeah, yeah. but that's also the power and i think people are missing that and they're not realizing oh my god they need to be going all in on this stuff yeah well i i love that you talk about this perpetuity because facebook yes um it, it's great linkedin as well but our game for 2021 like uh shred media's push this year is, is youtube um, if you guys still don't recognize YouTube and Alec, you have a great presence on YouTube. I, you know, I will watch you closely and what you post out there. YouTube is some, is a number two search engine in the entire world, right next to Google. And being that it's owned by them, like 
hello think about it ladies and gentlemen um but your <laughs> your content can be seen time and time again and our team has actually been analyzing uh people that we follow really closely sometimes they're they'll post a video and it's two or three months later that it will go viral on, because on yeah on youtube on youtube i'm talking about youtube specifically right now they'll post a video and maybe they'll get a few people watching it but Two months later, all of a sudden, you know, maybe something happened in the news or all of a sudden mortgage lending or something happens with FHA. Next thing you know, people are searching it. And if you have the right, and this is a whole other episode, if you have the right tags and if you have the right title in there, you might go viral from a post from two months ago. And like, that's what I mean. If you're putting out content, if you're, if you're consistently putting it out at, I promise you, eventually that content is going to be seen. It's going to be, people are going to catch it at one time or another. Facebook's a little bit more difficult. As we all know, Facebook is designed to see your most recent posts. Somebody yep. may go back and see it, but that's why on Facebook in particular. And the, I would say the majority of the people watching are either on Facebook and LinkedIn, similar algorithms. You have to be posting frequently and consistently so that that content stays on top. And, and again, is relevant to the audience. So. Well, so, so let's take a, let's take a small tangent here to talk about YouTube because I love this. And I do right. think it's a, it needs, it, it's a crucial aspect for any loan officer in part of their overall strategy. Yep. And you know, I always coach that YouTube is your library. I like it. Right? It's where all your content lives. Cuz to your point, I make a video, I put it on Facebook, it slides down, it's kind of down down there now. Yep. Um, you know, same on any other platforms, LinkedIn, etc. But on but on YouTube, I can store playlists. I can make intro videos about who I am, share success stories, and it's going to live there and it's going to be searchable forever. Ever. And, and so there's massive power in that if you realize, holy crap. So if I do 10, if I make a playlist for the top 10 tips for first time home buyers, and then I do a playlist for the top 10 ways to get a renovation loan, and then I do a playlist for the top 10 ways to buy an investment property and, and maybe incorporate Airbnb and stuff in there. And then I do a playlist and all of a sudden you realize you, you, are, you are a wealth of knowledge. Mm -hmm. And right now you're invisible. You just share it. Yep. Just create it and put it out into the universe and watch what happens as these algorithms and as these web searches start to find you. So Josh, what are you doing for YouTube this year? YouTube is number like to echo what you just said, YouTube is the most number one unutilized, especially in a mortgage and real estate. I know a few people, people, I hear this all the time. Well, there's, there's already a few people doing it. There's a few people doing it. Yeah. The great that leaves until there is. 20,000 of us on YouTube doing it as mortgage professionals. Like you, you are, you got plenty of time in the world. And that's just it. Is I guarantee that there will never be 20,000. There may be a hundred, maybe 200 of us that actually get, go all in on YouTube. Um, people just aren't doing it. So my YouTube strategy is we're using our other platforms to direct traffic back to YouTube. Yeah. We've, it, I mean, that's just simple in it. Because yep. again, going back to, I love that you mentioned it's a library. It is a library. I can make playlists on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And we all know this. Uh, again, you don't want to post YouTube uh, content on YouTube and share it over directly that on Facebook. If you share a YouTube video on Facebook, again, you get hit even harder. Less people are going to see it. You want native content to those platforms. But that doesn't mean you can't promote your YouTube channel. Like, hey, go check out, like, we're trying to grow on YouTube. Yep. Send a DM. Like, every single one of your friends, you should be DMing and saying, hey, you know what, Alec? I just started a YouTube channel. Really excited about growing it. Love to love for your support on this channel. Go check it out. There you go. Like, and I think I think YouTube, Alec, in, in my personal opinion, that's why we have an all-in strategy on YouTube this year. I think that is going to be super powerful. A lot of people are nervous with Facebook oh, with the, some of the, you know, the data breaches and some of the things that, you know... <laughs> Uh, 
plus again, people are finally starting to catch on that Facebook is a purely pay to play game. Like, yep. it, and it really is. So that's when it comes to content on, um, or our strategy when it comes to YouTube, we're, we're focused a lot of content. Now I will say this too, starting out, just put the content out there. Like you said, Alec, just start, start putting it out right. there. YouTube is definitely designed to have a little bit more polished. Let's use that word, mm. more polished content. Um, the more we've digested and the more we've analyzed, it's, it's definitely somebody who has a little bit more, maybe they've, they've put a little more time. Maybe they did get a little soundboard. Maybe they got a microphone and a little bit better camera. Those are the yep. ones that typically do a little bit better on YouTube. So but if you're just starting anyway, you don't know any different. So, hey, let get well, out I, there. I always, I always break it down like this. I, I always view consumable content versus library content. I love that. Yeah. A quick consumable piece of content is a selfie style. What's up? Here's a quick tip, a story, a reel. You know, um, but a library piece of content, maybe you explaining something in depth, might go longer, five, 10 minutes. You could be explaining the mortgage process. And to your point, Josh, that's in sound and look good. Yeah. You know, um, so... Uh, let's jump back here. I want to recap and and, okay. and going for the, some people that are jumping in with questions. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, you define brand as what people say when you're not in the room. Correct. And so then you pivoted really nicely into, you know, putting out messaging content yourself, putting yourself out for people to see or else they don't know what you are when you're not in the room because you never showed them. Right. And, and so you hit, you hit that, which was genius. You hit the stop being a corporate billboard. You can have company pride, which is dramatically different than being hidden behind a brand and not letting your humanity show through. Of course. You know, that, that was amazingly well said. And then you said, uh, put it out as frequently and as aggressively as you can. Um, and I'll add, add something to this, and I want you to go off my comment. Okay. Um, be out there as much as you can, tie it into your why, be, be focused, but then don't be afraid to go back and listen and pay attention to what's happening when you put out your messaging. Hmm. I see a lot of people who I feel are 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 deaf to what's the, to their results, and I don't mean like you posted a video, you didn't get any comments, and so you should quit. Right, like, that's not the results I'm talking about. No, but like, how do you, Josh, lean into like how do you get better? You know, like how do I look mm -hmm. back at my old stuff and be like, huh, that was good for what it was, but now I want it to make it better. Talk to everybody a little bit about how we learn in this process. You mentioned something earlier too that I think is extremely crucial is I watched you. You're not only a close friend, but you're one of my mentors. You're one of the people that I look to to get better. I watch guys like Phil Treadwell, Neil Dinger, who's on my show later today. I look at people who are who I see them improving and I'm like, and again, the biggest thing that I see and the mentality that we have created for ourselves in the industry is competition is a bad thing. Competition mm -hmm. is a good thing, especially for content creators. And that's how you really have to start looking at yourself. Yes, you're a mortgage professional, real estate professional, insurance, whatever you are, sure. But at to really build a brand, to really make an impact, which I talk about being an attention impact network, to make an impact on your audience, you have to be doing these things. You have to put out content and you have to be improving. People expect you when you first do me and you have laughed because I look back on the very first show you and I have, and it was on the phone. Like I joked about this with you on my show. It was terrible. Yep. Like I could barely get the audio to work. There was a lot of echo going on. Like it sucked, but I've got, I've, I look back on that and I say, okay, I made a mistake there. How do I get better? How do I improve on that? And what we've mentioned already a couple times here, please 
don't go out and spend, you know, 900 bucks on a Rodecaster Pro like you and yeah. I both run. Don't go, you don't need to go drop two grand on a studio. You oh. just need to start and then improve from that. So again, us being a media company, that this is what we do full time now. We'll go back and even look at it and we'll say, hey, you know what? Man, look at look at the live stream that Alec put out on StreamYard and look at the look at the 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 cover he's built look at that the graphics he's incorporated here how can we do that how can i build upon that i looked at others and when, when i see somebody do something that i'm like that is really cool that's eye-catching that's different now let's go make it our own i'm that's how i improve i look at what others are doing and then i hold on hold on, hold on. you yeah. said something so core and, and I, people are going to go right by it yeah you said let's make that our own yes so I, I see a lot of people who are trying to be Neil Dingra. <laughs> oh, right. And yeah. I, I'm jealous because he's amazing. He is. You know, but, but lean into that more, Josh. Like, you know, you're, you're telling people to go look at what other people are doing, and, and that's great, and I think they should. And then you're saying, but, but be yourself and yeah. do it your way. So unpack that for somebody who is thinking, hey, I'm, I need lights. I need overlays. I need, you know, no, do it your way. How do you, how do you lean into that? Yeah. So this is really overlay, dude. That's the word I was looking for. That's I literally, you nailed it. Thank you. Um, when, when you're trying to, if you try to be Neil Dinger, if you try to be Alec Hansen, if you try to be Josh Pitts, that that's not natural for you. And people are going to see your audience. The people who know you are going to see it very, very quickly. Now, if you see the lights, the audio and everything, and you're like, ah, you know what? I can get there. I, but I, I got to start somewhere with it start and then get better, improve on it. So kind of unpacking what we're talking about here is yes, get ideas from other people, but you still have to be you. If I say something and you want to say it, go say it in your way. Don't copy me word for word. Yeah. Go and go and make it your own. Like making something your own, you have to make something your own because again, going back to this entire conversation, your brand is different than my brand. Who you are is different than who I am. Yep. Which is okay. Like Great. I think that we need you need to understand that it's okay to be you and it's okay for me to be me. Most people, they think I'm a little bit over enthusiastic and over the top. If you try to be it, and I've had some people send me videos like, hey, did you did you see this guy? He he starts out his intro like you. I'm like, great. Like, I think it's cool, but you could tell it was totally like he forced it so hard. And I won't mention this person, but they they I mean, literally, he probably had to watch my intro. 200 times because he almost nailed it like it was almost me like, oh, that's pretty good but you could tell it was so forced don't try to be me don't try to be alec just be you yes and, and I, I always I, I love that because i think there's a unique audience for every person you know i always yeah. talk about the engineer minded person you know the engineer doesn't doesn't connect to alec very well no i move too fast i breeze over details i'm like we'll fix that later there's a dead body in the street behind me I, you know and an engineer is like, hey, pump the brakes. You know, I, I want to go through this number by number. I want to hear this slowly because that's how I process information. So a podcast or, or content or messaging from somebody else who lines up with that style of communication and that, way, that wavelength up here, they're going to like that person, be attracted to that person over me. It's, it's the same thing you said earlier about, you know, the outdoor LO. Yeah. When you let your true self come through and, and you're going to realize that's what is attractive to people. Yeah. But dude, that's what I love so much about the human race in particular is there, there are people that out, and this is again, coming from the book of Josh, there are people that Alec Hansen will be able to influence and impact that Josh Pitts will not. It doesn't matter if they watch my content every single day. It doesn't matter. They, you, they may see one thing of yours and they're like, 
I connect with that guy. I get it. Yeah. Like, and that's why I think it's so critical going to, and again, the entirety of this conversation to put out regular content is because maybe somebody doesn't see your content today, but in two weeks, maybe they just happen upon it. Maybe they saw it through a friend of a friend. They're like, wow, that Alec guy, like, I really connect with that guy. He totally hits home with me. And I, vice versa. There are people, everybody listening to this, you have a gift that no one else has on this earth. You are you. And you will impact and influence people that Alec and I cannot. Like, yeah. it's just, and I can't explain it. I, it's just this core belief that I have because I've seen it. I know that I have people message me day, uh, daily, and I'm sure you do too, Alec. They're, they'll mess, the haters are stronger than the, the, the believers. They're, they're way stronger than the supporters. I get people message me like, I hate your content. Like, I don't, like, I don't get it. You're too over the top. You're like, I just, I don't love what you do. Thank you. Appreciate it. You probably shouldn't watch what I do then. You probably shouldn't follow Good. me. The fact that you you messaged me, it says something though. You're, you're nailing something so amazing that I want everyone to hear. Um, we all have, we all know if we're traditional retail or local professionals, like those agents that you never, you, you want to fire, you know, the agents you're like, the realtors, you're like, oh God, I just don't want to work with them. And as we grow our businesses, sometimes you get the courage to actually do that and tell that agent like, you know, better work with somebody else. But think about it. You're able at scale to attract and then to also deflect the people that, that you don't want to work with that you don't want, like the, like the, you're going to deflect them away through your messaging, through your content, through your videos. They're going to be, they're going to go away before even engaging with you. And you're going to attract the audience and the customer base and the referral partner base that you want that are going to like you and want to partner with you. It's amazing. You can do it at scale and you can do it quickly. You don't have to wait. They'll just auto select out. It's a beautiful thing. I think it's the most powerful thing with social media. And people, I think, overlook that aspect of it. Yeah, is you can, at large scale, find the people that want to connect with you. You don't have to do it on a one-on-one -on -one basis anymore. You don't have to go to lunch or the lunch appointments anymore. You can just put out content. If people, they're engaging with it, there you go. You found the people that you want to build relationships with anyway. Like You don't have to go spend one-on-one -on -one time. You just get to put out great content, and you get to find the people who really like you, the people that are engaging with you. It helps that sorting process. It helps that finding process go so much quicker. And in my opinion, it's so much more impactful. Like I would much rather go sit down with somebody for a lunch that's watched my videos for the last couple of weeks because they know exactly what they're getting themselves into. <laughs> they know exactly like, ah, yep, I will yeah, like they, they know exactly what, what what to expect. We sit down and we don't even have to sit down and like start with pleasantries. Like we just go straight in the conversation of like, hey, you've been watching my content. Like, dude, you love this. You do this. I love it. This is what I do. And it's just, again, I feel like I built a, I built a relationship with that person way, like way deeper than anything else. So, man. Uh, so so let, me, let me recap and then we'll, I want to ask you one final question here as we wrap Awesome. So we, 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 re, we demystify what brand is, right? It's what somebody yep. says when you're not in the room. You know, it's your digital reputation. We talked about how you can't, you can be proud of your company, but you shouldn't be just one man banning it. You got to be sharing your humanity, showcasing what you really care about. We talked about how you need to put out your message, your content on a, a frequent, often basis, build that connection, build that audience. And so, what do you say to people, Josh, when they say, I just don't have the time? <laughs> I laugh. I, I hate to laugh, but I say, awesome. Oh you're done. Like, like truly. And I, it's game over. Like you should, you stick a fork in them. It's done. And, and I, I say that with tongue in cheek, but I truly believe this at my core and watching everything that has transpired within our industry, what will transpire. If you aren't doing the things that we're talking about today, you are going to absolutely like there, there's a, 
there is a huge change coming within our industry. There, there's a storm coming. And if you aren't doing these things, if you're not building your brand, if you're not putting content out there, the people who are, are going to take your business. Like, and I, and I truly mean that because again, going back to what I said just a second ago, Alec or I may not be able to connect with you, but somebody else will. And if you're not the one putting out content, somebody else out there is putting out content and your borrower who you just closed with, maybe they're going to come across their video on YouTube or they're going to come across and they're like, man, that was cool. I don't see my yellow do like, I, I've never seen them do that. So I'm going to connect them and start watching their content. Like I, and I truly mean this. Like yep. if you are not doing these things right now and people keep joking about, it, especially in our industry, they're like, well, look at 2021 was a, or 2020 was a perfect example. I didn't put out a, a single piece of content and I still got business. And I'm like, 2020 was more than anything, like an absolute, like, blinder for most people like they they totally got the wool pulled over their eyes and they're like yep this just goes to show i don't need to put out content and i can still close you know x amount of loans every single yep. year and i'm like you just got in your comfort zone and you're gonna get crushed like you are absolutely gonna get demolished and i hate to say it but you deserve it like straight up i wish from my very core and my inner being that everybody listening, and maybe there's only a couple people who watch this today that are going to take this to heart, but you who take it to heart today, you will be the ones who ultimately control the attention of this industry. Like hundred percent. Like the, the world of competing products and interest rates is dying out. You have to be able to differentiate yourself through your brand, through what people say about you. Yeah. That's, that's the long-term win. That, that is the, the end game. So, you know, it's funny, Josh, you're, I, I'm, I so resonate with that. And I hear a lot because the technology is moving fast in mm -hmm. mortgage. It's finally starting to come in in impactful ways and do real crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. And I hear a lot of fear from some originators who say like, well, that just replaces me. You know, what's, you know, I got I got a fish right here while it's, while it's, you know, while the fish are swimming, but I'm, you know, it's going to replace me and all this stuff. And I sit here and to your point, you're, you're, you're done in our industry if nobody calls you for a loan anymore, that's when you're done. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to have to work for a company that is going to, that, that people are calling and, exactly. and then you can talk to that customer at a greatly reduced comp or something. But you know, then if, if you can't get a customer to call you, so the question I always ask is what are you doing to position yourself? So that when someone thinks I need a mortgage or better yet, somebody sees a quick and commercial yep. to get a mortgage what are you doing so that the next thought in their head, I need to call Josh. Yep. That to me is what's going to separate. You, you just nailed it. Separate the winners from the losers in the, in the years to come. Well, here's, I mean, to bring this entire conversation together, your brand is just that. You are irreplaceable if you have an established brand. If somebody sees a Quicken commercial on the Super Bowl or a Lone yeah. Depot or they see a UW, whoever it is, if they see a mortgage in general, they see a commercial and they don't think of you, then you are irreplaceable. You're done. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what this entire conversation, your brand, when they see that, they shouldn't even be like, oh, I should look on that like Quicken's uh, website for rates. They're just going to be like, Alec Hansen. That's I've it. Seen it. Like, that's it. Like that, this entirety, this 42 minute conversation is wrapped into that. If you have not started creating content, if you have not started putting yourself out in that way, so that the first thought that comes to people's minds when they see something else is Alec Hansen or Josh Pitts, you might as well, you might as well start packing it up, start wrapping it up, ladies and gentlemen, because you are irreplaceable if that's, if you haven't done it. Dude, 
That's it. It took 43 minutes <laughs> to say, what is brand? To wrap it up with one statement of when the, someone hears mortgage, they need to think of you. And that's the answer. Yep. You know, I knew I brought you on to talk about brand for a reason. I'm glad I was validated in that. My friends, we're wrapping it up. Um, if there's any comments and questions, you guys, if, if you're not following Josh on like all the platforms listed underneath his name right there, like pay attention to what he's doing because it's going to be a helpful thing. All of us need guides in life. We need somebody who's going to kind of point the way, help us out, give us some encouragement, give us some energy. And Josh, you're doing that every day for everybody around you. So thank you. I'm, I'm just thankful for our friendship. Thankful for what you do. And my friends, tune in next week for the last episode on brand on the Modern Lending Podcast. We're bringing on Steve Sims to talk about our last segment of brand. Appreciate you guys. I'll see you on the internet. 